Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and I'm so glad you joined me today for our debut show. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get ready and equipped for an authentic life of victory, real victory. When we were naming the show, I kept thinking about what living in victory really looks like, because living in victory is not something that happens overnight, for sure and certain. That's why We named it Real Victory, and we kind of spelled out what real stands for. I want this show to encourage you to be both strong and courageous. And that's how we get started getting real. I want you to know that you already have everything you need for a life of victory. But by getting real, getting ready, getting equipped, getting authentic, we get to live in real victory. All right, so getting ready, living in victory is a process. It's an ongoing work that God does in us. We get to participate with him in the process, and that is where the real work begins to happen and where real victory takes place. Getting equipped means that we already have everything we need to do what God's called us to do. It's already living inside of us, and we have supernatural tools and weapons that have been given to us. I hope that I can help you learn how to identify them and use them effectively. Getting authentic. Well, that one's not so much fun, is it? But if we want to have real victory, we've got to get real with God, ourselves, and with others. That is definitely a process. But if we will start with God first, that's really the best way. Really, when we get with him, it makes it so much easier to get real with ourselves and with others. God says, come as you are, and he means it. We don't have to clean up our act or get some kind of special holiness on to get ready to come before him. Jesus already did that. He did it on the cross. And today, if you haven't encountered Jesus as your own personal savior, I want you to know that you can do that. We can do it right here and right now. You can say, Jesus, I'm coming to you. I need you. Please forgive me of my sins. Thank you for the cross where Jesus died for me. And I choose you. I choose you, God, for the rest of my life. That's it. Really, you can say that prayer and it's a done deal with the Lord. If you did that, would you please email me today You can find me at amyelaine.com and email me right there because I want to celebrate this with you. And I want to help you go on to the next steps of living in victory and walking out this thing with the Lord. I'm so excited for you if you did that today. And please let me know. Okay, so after we've gotten real, ready, equipped, and authentic, we get to enjoy the abundant life of Christ. Christ died to give it to us. But the enemy does not want us to have it. But it is ours. In John 10.10 in the message, it says, A thief is only there to steal, kill, and destroy. 
I came so that you can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they've ever dreamed of. That's what the abundant life is all about. I love how it says that we can have real and eternal life in the now and for eternity and more and better life than we've ever dreamed of. That's what the abundant life is all about, dreaming big with God. Real living, real walking, real wholeness, and real victory. Listen, you guys, I spent over half my life living in defeat. But Jesus, Jesus has made all the difference. I won't share my personal testimony today, but I will later. But I can tell you that without him, I would be a complete and utter mess. My heart's desire is to see you walk in wholeness and live in victory through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, because that is the way that it gets done. And I want you to know that there's only one way that I know how to get that done. We have to get into the word. We have to lean in and listen to what God has to say about how to have victory. Here's a quote that kind of explains exactly how I'm feeling today. And maybe you are too. Maybe you're feeling the same way with whatever you're facing. I don't know who said this first, but I read this quote a few weeks ago and I love it. If it's both terrifying and amazing, then you should definitely pursue it. Did you hear that? If it's both terrifying and amazing, then you should definitely pursue it. Gosh, you guys, doing stuff scared has become a way of life for me this last couple of years. But at the same time, I have encountered some real victory in the area of fear during the past few years, too. Like recently, I had, um, about a year ago, I had a place on my arm, and it turned out to be two different kinds of cancer, and came back, and I've had to have some procedures and uh, use some creams and stuff on my arms. I laid out in the sun a whole bunch too much. Growing up in Oklahoma, we had a uh, pool in our backyard, and I used baby oil and iodine growing up in the 80s, and I Got really, really tan, and I thought it looked really good, but I am paying the price today. So recently, I had a biopsy on my face. I went in, and I've already had this uh, place on my arm that they had to remove, and it did come back cancerous. And I had to have a biopsy done recently on my face, right on my upper lip, and I thought, oh, my gosh, is that going to affect the way I talk? Is it, What am I going to look like? What's going to happen? And before... You guys, I would have been a mess. I would have gone home, got on the internet, looked up every kind of thing, you know, diagnose yourself and try to get an idea of what in the world is really going on. You know, like the doctor can't do it himself. But anyway, I didn't do that this time. I was able to just trust the Lord with it. Just give it to the Lord and trust him. That is not the usual case for me. And maybe it's not for you either. Maybe you're feeling defeated or discouraged today. Maybe you're living in fear. Maybe you're not feeling very brave. I've been there too. Fortunately, I was able to find the help that I need right in the pages of my very favorite book, the Bible. Y'all, the Bible has not always been my favorite book. But I can tell you that over time, spending time in the Word, I have learned that it is my go-to place 
And it's there that I found some unlikely ways to victory that I want to share with you today. So grab your Bible. If you're in your car, you can just listen. But grab your Bible, grab your app, and listen in today while I read. Please turn to Joshua 1, and let's get started. But first, one thing you should probably know about me is that I'm going to be using a lot of different translations on this show because I love the Word of God and the way that the different translations can help us to get a fresh anointing, a fresh word from the Lord, just in the different way that it says the same thing. So it's not... uh, You know, when we read the same version all the time, we may get bored or we may just read over things like we've read them a thousand times. But when we read from different translations, it is invigorating. It's inspiring. And so two of the uh, versions that I use a lot are the voice and the passion translation. I love both of those a whole bunch. But today I'm going to read to you from God's word. I mean, I'm going to read from you (laughs) from God's word, but I'm going to use the God's word translation. Let me set this scene up for you. Moses has just died, and his assistant, Joshua, is going to be the new leader. After years of wandering in the wilderness, the Israelites are finally getting ready to walk into their promised land. They have been waiting a long time for this, guys. But as you know, whenever God calls us into something new, something exciting, when he calls us into a new place of assignment or territory, there is always, always, going to be some opposition, and most likely, we are going to have to fight for what's really ours, what's rightfully ours. So that's the scene. God has just commissioned Joshua as the new leader, and his first task is a big one, you guys. It's a big one. He's going to take them into the promised land. Don't you know he must have been terrified? This is both big and amazing. And like our quote from before, it's both when it's both terrifying and amazing at the same time we know Joshua should pursue it i guess he didn't have to i guess he could have said no but then our story wouldn't be very exciting today would it thankfully Joshua said yes and god tells him exactly what to do so we are in Joshua 1 the lord instructs Joshua after the death of lord of the Lord's servant Moses, the Lord said to Moses' assistant, Joshua, son of Nun, My servant Moses is dead. Now you and all these people must cross the Jordan River into the land that I am going to give you and the people of Israel. I will give you every place on which you set your foot, just as I promised Moses. Your borders will be to the desert on the south, Nearby Lebanon to the Euphrates River, the country of the Hittites on the north, and the Mediterranean Sea on the west. No one will be able to oppose you successfully as long as you live. I will be with you just as I was with Moses. I will never neglect you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous because you will help these people take possession of the land I swore to give their ancestors. So obviously, you guys, Joshua is scared, and he is shaking in his boots, and God knows it. And so God tells him again in verse 7, only be strong and courageous, faithfully doing everything in the teachings that my servant Moses commanded you. Don't turn away from them. Then you will succeed wherever you go. Never stop reciting these teachings. You must think about them night and day so that you will faithfully do everything written in them. 
Only then will you prosper and succeed. And then again, in verse 9, God says it again. I have commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be terrified because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then, in an act of obedience, the very first thing Joshua does is gather his tribe leaders. And in verse 10, the word says, Then Joshua ordered the officers of the people, Go through the camp, tell the people, get your supplies ready. In three days, you will cross the Jordan River to take possession of the land the Lord your God is going to give you. Joshua says, get ready for the victory is on the other side of that raging river. Yep, they're going to face some obstacles that they've got to overcome to get into their promised land. And you know what? We will too. In my book, Becoming a Victory Girl, Staking Your Claim in the Kingdom, I talk a lot about the concepts of identity and inheritance, territory, walking out your full destiny with the Lord. And that idea of having some land in the spiritual realm is something that I love to talk about. You guys, we have a place of victory, a place that is set aside for us, a place of influence that has our name on it. And I love to talk about that. So we will definitely be talking more about that in shows to come. But today I want to focus in on our part, in, on our part, excuse me, in this process. We need to partner with God. We have to be a part of the process. This is what we need to do to start walking in wholeness and living in real victory. There's going to be some obstacles and we're going to be scared. We may even be terrified. But the adventure and the journey are so worth it when we walk with God. And we know he's got our back. He's already made us victorious through Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15.57 in the Passion Translation says, But we thank God for giving us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. I love that verse. That is a great one to memorize if you are wanting to remind yourself where your victory comes from. But we thank God for giving us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. What I want you to know today is that no matter what you're facing, no matter how big that next thing is or that next place that God is calling you to, you already have everything you need living inside of you. Through the power of the resurrected Savior and the Holy Spirit living inside of you, we can be ready to live a life of authentic life of victory through Jesus Christ. We can be ready and equipped. Why do I say real victory? Because we don't want to just visit that place. We want to stay in victory. We want to live there not just experience it like on a good day or when uh, things are going our way or the way we want. Even on those days when things seem really tough, we want to live in victory, don't we? I know I do. I want to live in a place of ongoing victory, just like Joshua. Because of Jesus, I know we can. Joshua gives us a few keys to help us stay in victory, and he encourages us to be strong and courageous. As we step into our new assignments, our new promised lands, and our new territories. 
So here's the unlikely ways to victory. Number one, do it scared. Yikes. Yep. Do it scared. Joshua 1, 9, I have commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be terrified because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We are going to be scared. God already knows that. But we can do it scared. Step out and do it scared. Number two, ask questions. When you don't know or when you have questions, it's okay to ask God. He is not afraid of your questions. He wants you to be in relationship with him and ask the hard questions. So ask the questions when you need to. And don't you think in our text here that we're reading that Joshua must have asked a lot of questions, just like Moses did. This was no small thing that God was commissioning Joshua to do. He had some mighty big shoes to fill in coming up behind Moses as his successor. I am just sure that there's part that is not written in the word, but there was a private, intimate conversation between God and Joshua where he asked some tough questions. Maybe they were the questions like what Moses said. But God, I'm scared. I'm not qualified. I'm not equipped. What if these people don't listen to me? Haven't we all been there? I know I have recently. But God, I've never hosted a radio show before. I'm scared. But God, I don't know how to homeschool. I can't do that. But God, I don't know how to foster parent or run a business or witness to people who speak a foreign language. The list goes on and on, doesn't it? Oh, we all face things that we will are scared about or feel unqualified to do. We feel ill-equipped to handle. But what we can learn from Joshua today is that we can do it scared and ask the questions. Ask the hard questions. The number three thing that we can do is to remember our why. Why are we doing this big next thing with God, this scary, adventurous new thing? Really, I want you to think about that. Think about your why and let it soak in. It's going to have something to do with your passion. It's going to have something to do with your um, heart's desire, your dreams. And it's going to have something to do with walking in your full God-given destiny. But the biggest thing is that when we are walking with God in our God-given destiny, our why is our destiny and where we will be most fulfilled where we'll have the most influence for the kingdom of God. And you know what? That's the thing. The most important thing is that there are people in our territories. There are people that we have influence over. There are people who don't know the love of God. And we want them to. So it's huge. Step out. Remember your why. Remember that it's all about the kingdom. Number four, trusting the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah, God's word says, there will be a voice behind us. We'll hear it saying, go this way, go to the left, go to the right, follow me. I love the way this version reads it. Isaiah 30, 21 in the NIRV, New International Readers Version, says, you will hear your teacher's voice behind you. You will hear it when you turn to the right or to the left. It will say, Here's the path I want you to take. So walk on it. Did you guys hear that? He's going to be our teacher. He's going to teach us how to hear his voice. He's going to teach us 
how to follow him. I love that. We have to trust God's voice. We have to trust his timing. We have to trust his way over ours. Joshua shows us how to do this. He immediately told the leaders to tell the people to get ready, gather their provisions, because in just three days, it was going to be go time. It's going to be time to go, time to cross over to the promised land. And that's exactly what God told him to do. All right, number five, spend time in God's word. This one seems pretty unlikely to me. But you know what? In Joshua 1, 7, and 8, God said, if you want to be successful, if you want to see victory, stay in my word. Meditate on it. Joshua's success, his victory, was directly tied to his obedience, his personal obedience to God's word. Spending time with God may seem like wasted time. It may feel like unproductive time. It may feel like a waste or that you're not really doing anything. But y'all, that is where the work really happens. And I promise you, you cannot walk away from spending time in God's word without being changed. It's who he is and it's what he does. It's worth it. Okay, you guys, uh, one more thing about listening in to the voice of God and spending time with him. Joshua 1, 8 in the voice says, Let the words from my book of the law be always on your lips. Meditate on them day and night, so that you may be careful to live by all that is written in it. If you do, as you move your way through this world, you will prosper and always find success. Guys, that is God talking to us. He's telling us exactly how to have real victory. So here are the first keys to walking in wholeness and living in victory because we know that there will be opposition and the enemy doesn't want us to walk in our promised land. We need a battle plan. We need to get ready. And here's a quick strategy that I have for you that I found today as I was preparing for our lesson. Use your darts like a weapon. It's an acronym for what we've learned from Joshua today. Do it scared. Ask questions. Remember your why. Trust God and spend time in his word darts. It's a great tool. Try it out this week and let me know how it works for you. You can, again, tell me about uh, what you've experienced and how you're walking in victory by emailing me at amyelaine.com. All right, one more thing that I want to cover before I pray for you. This is all about being wholehearted and following after him. And here's the last scripture for today, Psalm 63, 4. Daily I will worship you passionately and with all my heart. There's that wholeheartedness. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. Praise is our banner of victory. With arms held high, we can begin walking in wholeness and living in victory. I want to pray for you guys real quick today, and then we will finish up, and I will tell you a little bit more how you can partner with us and learn more about walking in victory. So, Father God, I just thank you so much for all that you are doing. I thank you that you have given us victory through Jesus Christ. I pray that where people feel hopeless or scared or discouraged, that you will remind them of the victory that we have in Christ. Make us ready. Tell us where to go. Teach us to hear your voice and obey you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing to help us live a life of real victory. I ask that you would put this message into the hearts and minds of people. Help them to remember these tools that will help them to be victorious. In your name we pray. Amen.
I hope I've encouraged you to get real today and to get ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. You can learn more about my ministry and read more blogs about victorious living on my website at amyelaine.com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E.com. Make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. You can also check out our brand new YouTube channel where you can hear the whole Becoming a Victory interview series and real victory radio messages that you might need to catch up on. Please remember we're listener supported. If you want to hear more about Real Victory Radio, you can learn how to donate and help us out to keep this information out there. You can go to amyelaine.com. God bless you guys. And I can't wait till we meet again next week and we get to hear from Kelly Bellari, who wrote Battle Ready, Train Your Mind to Conquer Challenges, Defeat Doubt, and Live Victoriously. Thanks so much for being here. And thanks for making Real Victory Radio part of your day today. Real Victory Radio, inspiring listeners to walk in wholeness and live in victory. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.